Hello, and welcome to this very, very special episode of the Time Creator Podcast. My name is Tash Guthrie, and I'm your host. And today we are celebrating International Women's Day. So for you, the listener, I want to say happy International Women's Day to you. And I hope that you really love this episode, which is full of beautiful insight from some really inspirational women. Let me tell you a bit more about why I chose this particular topic. Each year, International Women's Day decides to have a new focus and a new slogan. And this year we are celebrating Choose to Challenge. And I thought it would be a very interesting idea to look at the way that women over the generations have challenged the opportunities that have been presented to them and therefore helped us pave the way forward so that we, you and I, can stand here today and have the opportunities that we have. And I've asked my guests today to consider what their grandmothers may have done with the opportunities that they have now. So a little bit of context about why I chose this path. Uh, As you may or may not be aware, my 2021 signature planner of the Time Creator featured artwork that was painted by my maternal grandmother 40 years ago. She never thought she was any good and she did it just as a bit of a hobby. But to be honest, she was quite extraordinary. And she actually took up that hobby later in her life. I think she was nearly 50 when she decided to start painting. Uh, And this year, 2021, marks 30 years since her passing. And I've been inspired by her story of determination and grit in breaking the role of what a traditional housewife of the 1950s was. I'm talking about a woman who had a career, owned her own property in her own name and worked the farm and did not want a bar of any of the traditional housewife roles of cooking and cleaning, thought it was all very rubbish And she really has shown me, and I've been really inspired by her story, uh, you know, to go after the things that I really want as well. And I just love that the planner has come together and really linked me to my heritage. And it's, it's really asked me to look at, you know, where I fit in things. And I look at my mother and I look at myself and I look at my daughter and I yeah, have really reflected on uh, how far we've come and where we're going as women, which is, you know, so exciting. I mean, the opportunities that I have today are made possible because of women like my grandmother and the grandmothers of the people that are sharing their stories here with you today. Each generation of women over time, including what we're doing right now, is continuing to give women more opportunities than we've ever had before. And it's hard to even, you know, think about the possibility that what you and I are doing right now in our lives is actually paving the way forward for future generations of women. And, like, that's a huge, huge responsibility uh, as well as uh, significant and importance because we all have a role to play in how women are progressing and the opportunities that they're having year after year, decade after decade, and generation after generation. So I asked my guests today to consider what their grandmother may have done with their opportunities. But I also asked them to have a little bit of a projection into how they hope that what they're doing now may have positive impact on their future granddaughters' lives, which is a really huge thing to consider. And it is so easy to forget that we are change makers right here and right now. So I hope that you really enjoy 
listening to the stories of these amazing and incredible women who have really inspired me and to hear their stories about their grandmothers and what they, their hopes for the future are as well. Hi, my name is Tracy Harris. I am a mum of two boys. Oh my gosh, it is intense, but never boring. And I live about an hour outside of Sydney. Now I am an ex-executive teacher turned digital entrepreneur. And that means that I sell online courses and I also have an online membership where I help mums leverage the power of Instagram to build their own businesses, create more revenue and get the freedom and stability that they've always wanted for themselves and the people that matter most to them. So my grandmother, I mean, I am blessed to have had two grandmothers, but when Tash invited me to share for this very special edition of her podcast, I really felt called to celebrate uh, one particular grandmother because she had a very extraordinary and very, very challenging life. And her name was Ida. What a cute name, right? <laughs> she lived her entire life in South Africa, in Cape Town. And a large part of that life uh, was spent living under a government system that enforced racial segregation. So my family are uh, coloured people. And so, you know, what that meant was there were obviously certain privileges uh, that were reserved for the different races. Um, and being a coloured family, um, you know, it, it, it was challenging. There were places that you could live and there were places that you couldn't live. There were beaches that you could go to and there were beaches that you were not allowed to go to. Uh, same with public transport and yeah, all sorts of things. So those opportunities that I have today and the privilege that I have today, um, she just didn't have. And in terms of how she contributed to the world, well, she was just an amazing mother, wife and grandmother and she did get to experience being a great grandmother uh, because a, one of my cousins um, had children while she was still alive so that totally lit her up but her life was incredibly challenging because she was a mum to a special needs child in addition to her two other daughters so the special needs child was my uncle, my beautiful uncle Peter. He was born, I don't even know, in the second trimester at home on the kitchen floor. Um, and by the time he got medical attention, he had just suffered uh, greatly. There was a severe lack of oxygen to his brain. And as a result, um, he had many, many different special needs. Um, cerebral palsy being one of them. So he spent his life being wheelchair bound and my grandparents looked after him every single day of his life. He lived well into his 50s, uh, which was amazing given that, you know, they didn't think that he would live past a few hours. So 
her life in particular, staying at home, looking after him every single day and never experiencing even just a solid night of sleeping through because he would call out and ask to be turned in his bed um, or he would ask to, you know, for her to help him go, go to the toilet. So that was really, you know, difficult to see. Uh, as a mum now, I look at what she did and I just think, wow, it's like having a, a newborn basically for your whole life. She didn't have the opportunity to go to work or to socialise often with friends. She didn't have the opportunity to have respite from carers coming to the home uh, to assist with looking after my uncle um, so that she could even have a, a shower or a cup of tea or just, you know, put her feet up. So I think of her often and, you know, when I think of her, I just, she just had so much love for her purpose and she never had a victim mentality she never complained I'm sure she had her hard days and her moments um, but you know she was also an amazing grandmother she looked after me and my brother uh, every day um, while my parents worked before we moved to Australia in 1989 she also looked after two of my cousins as well so the four of us little ones are in her care in addition to my uncle. So she's a legend and uh, it's been an honour and a privilege to be able to even share this with you uh, because I know a lot of people relate to, you know, being alone in motherhood and I'm just super grateful for the opportunity for us to even connect and have these conversations and uh, the technology that we have at our disposal today allows us to have greater access to information, also resources and support and to just feel less alone. And I think that that is incredibly important. So my hope for my future granddaughter, if I happen to have one, oh, I just hope that my journey as a female in business as a mother also growing a business, inspires her to keep challenging the status quo, whatever that might be in her generation. I hope and I pray that by then, uh, being a working mum or being a mum in business is completely normalised, but not just normalised, that it is also celebrated uh, I hope that we continue to see this movement where women are supporting women, where there is collaboration over competition, where we really become that village for each other. And yeah, I think the future is bright. We've come so, so far, but my gosh, we have an incredible way to go. So thank you for allowing me to share my story here. Keep choosing to challenge no matter if you are a business owner or if you are a working mum or even if you're not a mother yet I think we all have the opportunity and responsibility to pay attention to observe what's happening the explicit and the implicit bias that still exists for women 
uh, in society and in the workplace. And when we see something or if we're in the presence of something that doesn't feel right, then we need to choose to challenge. We need to embrace the discomfort of that conversation and lead the way for change. Hi there, my name is Kerry Spina. I live in Townsville, North Queensland, Australia. I'm a wellbeing educator, behaviour support coach and the founder of Kids in Harmony. Our innovative and research-driven Kids in Harmony wellbeing programs and resources are to nurture the next generation to be the resilient, kind and connected generation. We want to support, inspire and empower parents and educators to create harmony every day. You can find us on Facebook and Insta under Kids in Harmony and Kerry Spina. I want to thank Tash for the invitation. So thank you for having me as an invited guest on this very special podcast, International Women's Day, and for your intentions to share the positive generational impact of our grandmothers. I am honoured and grateful to have been asked and to pay special tribute to my grandmother. And as a side note, I ordered your beautiful diary, the floral diary. My heart was cracked open when you shared that story. And every time I open it, I think of my grandmothers. My grandma Branca could do absolutely anything she put her mind to. She was family orientated, determined, street smart, kind, generous, hardworking, fun and witty. She was so funny and she loved to sing. She had 12 children. My mother was the second born and one of seven sisters and five brothers. I was the first born grandchild to both sides of my family and I have 49 cousins, which means my grandma had 49 grandchildren. My grandma Branca did not have a license, yet she had a bike and could walk everywhere. As a child, I didn't really understand it and I did not see it limiting her at all for her freedom to get around. She was resourceful, reliable, strong and full of grit. I remember a story when my aunties, uncles and cousins and I were all swinging on the clothesline and I had fallen off and my front tooth went straight through my kneecap and I went upstairs crying to my grandma and she got out the Vaseline and wiped the big smear of Vaseline over a gaping hole in my knee. And she told me in this matter of a fact, an extremely kind voice, that Vaseline fixes everything. And I believed her. To this day, I remember that moment. I remember watching the blood working its way up towards the Vaseline and out into the air. She was an incredible woman. She had all the tricks under her sleeve and she had this way of making all of us, her children, her grandchildren, all of us seem, feel seen and heard. How? I have no idea. She had a strong bond with her own mother, my great-grandmother, my grand Jones, who was the living, breathing example of her all those incredible qualities and strengths passed down. If my grandma had access to the opportunities that I have today, like household appliances and the digital technology, like thermomixers and all sorts of um, digital washing machines and you name it, she'd be an absolute shock. 
It may have given her more time to do the things that energized her soul. Things like crocheting more quilts and playing her beloved lawn bowls. She was an incredible bowler and I remember her winning many prizes as a child and her, her face would light up when she would come home and share the ribbons and her trophy. It was something my grandma and her, my grandfather and her shared too and all her other um, brothers and sisters and family members and her children played too. With more time from the exhaustion of the daily housekeeping and the ex doing it, I suppose, in the extra hard and long way, it may have given her the confidence or the, and the time to go for her driver's license and have the freedom to get in a car and go wherever she wanted. She walked to my grandma's house most days that I remember to play cards and crochet together. I could see how my grandma passed down those incredible strengths of resourcefulness, creativity, and how family was everything, how the village was everything. I think the question lends itself to, would they have been more happier? And I'm not sure about that. I don't know the answer to that. Modern day pressure is a reality. And yet I look back at my grandmother's and great grandmother's lives and to me reflecting back, it was all too consuming, yet they appeared to do it with grace. It, it was just what they did. They just got on and done the job. And with all those children and grandchildren, and maybe that is the question that we need to ask. Did they just get on and do it? Or did they not feel they could speak up and talk about how unfulfilling it was out loud? Or were they totally fulfilled? I think this is the great conversation to keep going. My grandmothers passed on to me and my siblings and cousins many of the strengths we have today. Their inequalities live on in us. They pass down those character strengths in us. One of the overarching strengths we all seem to have in common is our grit and our wit. My hope is that through my contribution and through the person I am, that future granddaughters all over the world are inspired to have an appetite for resourcefulness and what a skill it is to be able to look at what you have and use it. To use what you've got and make the best of it, to make the most of our resources and the emotional and mental grit that comes when you tap into the endless supply of creativity that comes through being resourceful. That's what my grandmothers gave me. And that deep down and deep within their soul, our future granddaughters know that it is not what they have but how they choose to show up and the kind of person they choose to be every day, that it is their character strengths, that is their lasting legacy. So thank you for sharing and, and letting me pay tribute to my grandmothers. And I um, look forward to listening on to the others that you've invited and happy International Women's Day to you all. May you be strong. May you be lovable, may you be loved, and may you be all that you are for everyone in the world. You are enough. Thank you. Signing off for now, Kerry.
Hi there, my name's Beth McDonald. Um, you'll find me online at my blog where I've been writing for the past 15 years, which is called Baby Mac. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Baby Macbeth, and I have an online shop which is called Add to Cart. And its Instagram uh, handle is at Add to Cart underscore Baby Mac. My two grandmothers on my mum's side um, was Beth, who I'm named after, except she was Elizabeth and I'm just Beth. Um, and on my dad's side was Dorothy May. Um, both of those women um, lived very different lives to the ones that my mum and I live and hopefully my girls are going to live. Um, my grandma Dot was a simple, I say simple, I don't really know, um, country woman who grew up in the country, um, had two kids, my dad and his sister, and um, supported her husband when he was um, working in the rail. Um, and my other side, grandmother, maternal grandmother, um, she was a strong woman, uh, had five children and, you know, lived and served her life with her husband who worked um, all over the world. He was actually a spy for ASIO. I don't know a great deal about my grandmother on my mum's side, um, about what sort of things interested her or if she ever worked. I don't think she ever did. I think she sort of, um, she had five children, so she was obviously very busy with that. Um, but my um, paternal grandmother, Dot, I probably got more of an idea about. And she, um, while she lived in the country, I think she always worked. She worked during um, World War Two. I think she... Um, did something there. I don't even know what it is. Isn't that terrible properly? Um, but she was always lots of fun, a great cook. And, you know, if she had the opportunities we had, maybe she would have continued to work. Maybe she would have been a successful career woman herself. I don't know. Um, I'd like to think that she that she would have been, um, but it's, it's hard to know the type of interests that they had or things that inspired them or got them motivated. My hope for my future granddaughter, well, obviously I would like them to sleep because <laughs> when I'm going to have to look after them, I want them to be well behaved. I'm going to be a great grandma. Um, I would hope that they are not restricted to having to do all of the shit that we seem to do. I mean, in this day and age, we have come so far and we have the ability to have our own careers and opportunities to work. But a lot of the time, the domestic labour and the um, parenting still relies on females. And I hope that there is a shift by the time I have grandchildren and they're growing up and having their own children, that there's not that noose around the neck of domestic labour that sits so strongly with women still today. Um, I hope that they don't feel like they have to have it all and that they have to do it all because they just can't. Um, I hope that they live in a society where women are treated equally, that I think we've come so far, particularly in the last 15 years or so, um, and I hope that that continues to be the case. So, um, yeah, I just, I wish opportunity and freedom for them, and I can't wait to see what that brings to them. Hi, I'm Vanya from VJ Cooks. I live in Topol, New Zealand. Um, I've got two sons and I love to cook. So I cook on Instagram. I've also got a blog, a Facebook page and a membership. So you can find me at VJ underscore cooks on Instagram.
My grandmother was a keen baker as well, so I think that's where I get my inspiration from. She used to always turn up with her car and open the boot and we would see what delicious bakes she had inside. She loved her family and she was always clean, uh, always keen for a glass of um, sparkling wine, which I got to enjoy with her later on in life, which was awesome. Um, if my grandma had the opportunities that I have today, maybe she would be cooking her or baking on Instagram as well. Like, who knows? Grandma bakes could be quite cool, I think, um, especially since grandmothers um, know all those traditional recipes, that those nostalgic recipes that we all love. Um, if I am lucky enough to have a future granddaughter, then I would want to teach them um, to be confident and kind to people. I'd want to teach values that our, that our family has. Um, I'd hope that they would see cooking as a great way to bring community together and um, cooking for their friends and family. Um, yeah, so I just want my granddaughter to be kind, really. So hopefully lucky, um, I'll be lucky enough to have one one day. I think we as women can contribute to generational change and growth by teaching our values to our children. So I like to teach my boys about treating everyone equally and being kind. So hopefully they will pass that on to their kids one day if they have them. Yeah, so teaching values, um, being kind, and it, it always helps to um, cook together. That's another fun thing. I love cooking with my boys. They get super excited about it and they even love cooking on like Instagram stories and showing off a little bit and Archie loves to call it Archie Cooks and get involved with that. So thanks for having me on the um, podcast and I'm happy to celebrate International Women's Day. Thanks from VJ Cooks. Bye. Hi, my name is Teresa and I'm the creator behind Sherbet Creations. I work with other women business owners to create custom branded gifts for them to share within their business network. I am based in Sydney and work with women all across Australia. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Sherbet Creations and also my website which is sherbetcreations.com.au. My grandmothers were an absolute inspiration. Both of my parents' mothers had slightly different lives, however had very similar struggles. My mother's mum worked as a sales assistant in a ladies' wear store full-time. However, every day in the morning and evening, she would also work on the farm, which had fruits and vegetables. My grandfather would sell them, and eventually together they opened their own fruit and veg store. Most of the people in my family worked on a farm because it was extremely difficult to find a job, and by having a farm, they could not only sell the goods but also use them for their own families to eat as well as spend time together with their families whilst they were all working on the farm. My father's mum worked at home on the farm also. My grandfather travelled around Italy working 11 months of the year and eventually came to Australia on his own to work. My grandmother was left in Italy with three young children and had to support herself and them whilst my grandfather was building a life here in Australia for them to join him. They eventually joined him three years later. During that time in southern Italy, my grandmother would run the farm and household to provide for her family. They completely lived off the farm as they grew their own wheat, fruit and vegetables and also raised their own livestock. 
My grandmother was also a dressmaker in Italy and would make her and her children's own clothes, as well as sell patterns and garments for extra money. When my grandmother arrived in Australia, she continued her dressmaker skills and would make patterns for clothing stores and also used to make homemade Italian bread to sell to local delicatessens and general stores. A fond memory of my grandmother was helping her make the bread and bake it in a wood fire oven. Both my grandmothers were entrepreneurial in their own right and I could only imagine what they would have been able to achieve today with the opportunities that I have. I actually asked one of my grandmothers what she would do and she couldn't decide whether she wanted to continue to have a fruit and veg shop or perhaps have a shoes and handbag store and to sell online across Australia. After speaking to my dad, my other grandmother would absolutely have had factories and warehouses to pursue a fashion label. She would have loved being the CEO and would have held that position well. It's funny to think both my grandmothers may have crossed paths in the fashion industry, as well as being present mothers to their children and being able to spend more time with them, as I know that that, is something, that was something difficult for them. They raised very independent children who could run a household easily because both parents were working in such extreme conditions. My hope for my future granddaughter would be that I hope she knows that there is no limit in what she can achieve. I hope she builds resilience and confidence to go after what her heart truly desires and that as a family she would have the most support from us to achieve her dreams. I would want her to know for her children as well that there is many more opportunities in our lives and her future life and to show gratitude to where she came from. Clearly a strong line of entrepreneurial women. I am very proud to be a part of my family and also my generation where I have had these amazing opportunities to connect with women not only across Australia but around the world, in different countries with different ways of being and cultures and yet we can still come together and support one another in our businesses and together our businesses are thriving. And by having this flourish together, we are able to create such a life for our children and our future generations that I know both my grandmothers in their day would have thought was absolutely impossible. But here we are doing it, accepting the challenge and making change. I really hope that you thoroughly enjoyed this episode as much as I certainly did and that you've been inspired to consider your own heritage and the generations of women that have come before you and how they've paved the way for you to have the opportunities that you have now. And I invite you to consider what your grandmother may have done with your opportunities and also ask you to reflect on what you're doing today that is going to positively impact the opportunities that your future granddaughters have yourself. If you want to send me a message and let me know how you've reflected on this episode or share your story, my whole being is open waiting for you to come and tell me about this. Send me a DM on Instagram or come into our Time Creator community on Facebook. I would love to hear your story and I am just waiting with open arms ready to receive you.